0: So, are you eating chips?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, I don't understand that concept of we get ready to start. Right. <laughs> it ready to <laughs> What's going on, there everybody? For a special Saturday, um, way out of I ain't gonna say way out of our nature, but something you guys may not be accustomed to. But we've been talking about this for a while. But um, this is gonna be a special NFL Week One. Or, you know, throughout the season, but NFL uh, weekend episode of Pick'em from the Big Belt podcast. So, again, this is Sue change along with my uh, good fellas. Uh, Dwayne is with us and Silly uh, Sellers. What's going on, fellas? Good
0: morning. Good morning. Ready for football tomorrow and some today if you're in college football. Some good games. What's
1: going on, Dwayne? Nothing, man. Just waiting for
2: 8 30 tomorrow.
1: Huh, what's happening there? The Cowboys play those—I don't know—some Giants or some little people. I'll be sleep. Funny, the Cowboys fans are all coming out of the woodworks again now that the man Zeke's been cleared. But um, just just so we're clear, of what we're doing here, um, again, um, each week we decide we're going to get together and just tell our picks about um who we think is gonna um who's gonna win each game. Our bold predictions, maybe uh, matchups of the week and stuff like that. So very impromptu, very short, sure, nothing really drawn out here but you know we always talk football so we said we might as well record it add some more content to the channel and that's what we're here to do so um anyway before we get started for our weeks uh, for for game look for week one game starting sunday we did have a game on thursday which was the chiefs versus the patriots and although we did not i mean it's already happened but i mean did anybody see that game planning out to be the way it did not at all like the first five minutes you had the patriots
0: just dominating the game and then all of a sudden when those four for ones came up and the Patriots started to go for him, that's when they missed LeGarrette Blunt. So with that being said, that actually had the Chiefs, you know, motivating to try to come back. And Alex Smith dominated. You call him a game manager. He really dominated the game.
1: He didn't look like a game manager out there to me. I mean, the game manager I know was conservative, mm-hmm. short dump routes, nothing risky. But that man, this this man was finding wide receivers out there. Yeah, letting the news. I, I, I don't know what was happening, <laughs> like, wasn't the traditional Alice Swift I'm used to, but uh, I mean, man, they put on the clinic. And if anybody listening, either live or um, once the podcast is put up, and going to sit here and tell me that they started Kareem Hunt, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Hill Tyreek or, Hill, Tyreek Hill, or Mike Gillisley. I don't believe you because all I know is getting abundance of texts from all my friends and leads and stuff like, oh, I wish I had started him. But come on, now. no one had any clue that these guys were going to go off like that.
2: I started Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill.
1: No, no, you didn't. <laughs> In one league or, or several ones? Several. Did you have better options and you absolutely knew they were going to go for it?
2: Well, for receiver, no, but I mean, I had yeah. I, with Tyreek. Here, I was just like, okay, well, let me just take a chance with. Yeah.
1: Kareem
2: was more up in the air. Um, I think about starting John Stewart, but then at the end of the day, i just like, you know what? There's nobody in Kansas City that's going to take carries away from him, so let me see what he's about,
1: and I started him. I can get with that. I mean, I had um, Kareem Hunt. And I was going to start him because I wasn't unsure about Ezekiel Elliott's status. And then it was like, oh, he's playing week one. I was like, oh, well, no brainer. So
2: I hope I don't get burned by that. I'm in the long run, but we'll see. If he noticed that game on Thursday, it seemed like Andy Reid opened the playbook more. The, oh, it
1: was looking like the Andy Reid of the Philadelphia Eagle Days for sure. I for sure. I for
2: surprised.
1: sure. But just so but- we clear on the on the podcast for today, um, obviously I'm a Panthers fan because I'm a rap. Sellis is lost and confused being a San Francisco fan. He might retire because so did their whole team. Um, you, see, you see that chair where I'm sitting in? You see this chair? Yeah, that that is a retro. No, uh, it, it, it's, it's live
0: 2017, 2018, and forevermore.
1: <laughs> yeah, get 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 that at your local mom and pop store because uh, that that's the only place you're gonna find uh, any gear for that. And Bryce is obviously. Uh, um, Dallas Cowboys fan so he's a Dallas Cowboys fan a Yankees fan and a Lakers fan that tells you a lot about him
2: I do not like the Yankees
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> 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 what, let me guess you like the Dodgers he used to
2: like the Dodgers yes
1: nobody likes the Dodgers this year <laughs> they're not doing good um but anyway let's get into the weaker games. so let's uh go, let's go down the list
0: all right, so first we have Jets at Bills. Two chains, who do you have?
1: Oh who who is the Jets starting quarterback? It's absolutely the the Bills here.
0: Oh, that was too easy. What about you, Dwayne?
2: You know what? I think that this game is gonna be more up and aid than what people think it is. Um I mean, I'm not you know, you have Tyrod Taylor coming back, but I mean, he's been hurt, so he still has to get used to his new receivers. And who knows what the um the Jets' offense is going to look like. I think it's going to be around, um, more based off Matt Forte and Bilal Powell. You know what? I'm going with the Jets in this one. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, I kind of agree with D. Wayne on the fact that Josh McCown, even though he's a veteran quarterback, he's 35 years old, He always has strong week ones, but I don't think the Jets are a good team at all. He has no wide receivers to go to. And pretty soon you're going to see everybody putting eight in the box on Bilal Powell. I think Matt Forte is done. Um, And you can never, ever, ever win in Buffalo. It seems like it's just so hard to win there. So I'm just definitely going to go with Buffalo, even though I'm not high on Buffalo. But I think it will be a closer game than people suspect. But I will go to Bills. All right. So the next game we have is Jags versus Texans. Um, D-Wayne, let me start with you on this one.
2: I think this is one of one of the easier ones. I mean, even though you have two great defenses, I think that you have a you're going to have a motivated DeAndre Hopkins. He just got a, a new contract, so he's happy, and I think Lamar Miller has something to prove. And I won't be surprised if you um see Ricky Deshaun Watson if it goes south quick. But um, I'm going with the Texans. I think that J.J. Watt is going to show why he's really the best player in the NFL starting week one.
0: I'm going to go with the Jags here. And the reason why I'm going with the Jags is maybe it's
2: just me. But
0: I think Allen Robinson is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And I think the Jaguars on paper have the best defense or one of the best defenses, not the best, one of the best defenses Uh, In the NFL, Jalen Ramsey's a strong corner. They got Barry Church now at safety. They got strong defensive linemen. So if they can get their pass rush straight, that might cause some problems from Tom Savage. So I'm going to go with the Jags. I don't know what the spread is. It might be an upset, but I I like the Jags here. Two chains, who do you like?
1: I don't know. You know, this is funny because I feel like when I old, when we first started, how we always used to agree with each other. But I'm so conflicted here because I absolutely feel like the Jaguars was my dark horse coming into this season. But um uh Blake Bortles and Allen Robinson have no connection. pre looked horrible. And you had a thousand right. yard receiver in him. Allen Hearns is not even their second receiver this year, which is absolutely blasphemy to me considering he's a thousand yard receiver one year ago. So right. there's there no chemistry there. And um, let's not forget they had Julius Thomas, who obviously had a good year on an agent with an agent paint manning. So he has all the weapons he needs. He well wait, Julius Thomas
0: is on the dolphins now. He he got traded.
1: I know I'm talking about from so, last yeah. year. Yeah from
0: last year. Gotcha. 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 Right.
1: So he, he has all he has all the um he has all the tools he needed coming in with for that or uh, for net this year. And the defense is absolutely I feel like it's gonna be um um a breakout. It's gonna be a breakout year for them. I actually drafted their defense in fantasy, which they okay. slept around. But I don't know, man. First of all, Tennessee right now has uh, – Tennessee. The Texans have a lot of momentum as far as from the fan base, the J.J. Watt um, Foundation. I, and, you know, they are proven to be one of the best defensive teams. So, I don't think this is going to be an offensive game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive game, and I like mm-hmm. the Texans better on that note. Okay. Sounds That's good. good. Okay, oh, D- Dwayne, go ahead.
2: You want to know why it sounds good? Because you have a motivated JJ Watt. Yeah. He proves that he can just change games by himself. And now, because he was hurt last year, you have those other pass rushers, hence, hence, the former number one overall pick, the Davion Clowney, who was an all pro last year. So you mix that, him on one side, you got a motivated JJ Watt who's out to prove something on the other side. I just don't see how Jacksonville's quarterback is going to stand up.
0: Just remember, in order to win a game, is whoever's offense scores the most. Just remember that.
2: Remember, offense doesn't have to be the only place that scores, though.
0: But you can't have a defense scoring 28, 21 points by themselves. You, know, you might. <laughs> <laughs> you might. I forgot what team it was.
1: Oh, oh Minnesota last year. Minnesota oh, in the playoffs though, yeah. because of their defensive scores. Mm-hmm. So all no, right. Uh, next,
0: next one, we got Steelers and Browns. Two teams, I'm gonna go right back to you. Who do you got? <laughs> this might be easy.
1: We might see the greatest show on Turf this week with the Steelers. If you got anybody on the Steelers team, even their backups, you better start them. It's gonna be a field day out there.
2: Gotcha. D Wayne. Um, this one is easy. And I and I'm gonna call, I'm gonna say this. Martavius Bryant is going to lead the Steelers in the receiving yep. touchdown.
1: Shout out, shout out to that one lead where somebody dropped Martavius Bryant because of his suspension. That was a nice pickup for me. <laughs> wow.
2: This week, Martavius Bryant is going to lead the Steelers in yards and touchdowns. Okay. So, for my pick, Let me type it in for you as you see it,
0: which is also going to be my bold prediction of the week. Oh, 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 boy. The Cleveland Browns will upset the Pittsburgh Steelers. And here's why. (laughs) Here's why. Let me take you back to 1998. I know it's a, it's a a while back. And the year before, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a terrible team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers that year, 1998, got jersey changes and tried to have a new culture for their team. Now, that year, they didn't make the playoffs. I think they went like 6-10 and 10 or something, but you saw a culture shift come within that team, and the team that they upset week one was a Super Bowl favorite, San Francisco 49ers. In that game, Jerry Rice got hurt, and Tampa Bay actually snuck out, I think, with like a 16-10 to 10 dirty victory because of what happened on their defensive end. Now, I'm not saying that the same replica thing will happen exactly, like somebody will get hurt, but I think... For week one, for a team that's trying to change their culture, even though they only won one game last year, I got to think they got to win more than at least one this year with a new quarterback, a new regime. And even though Miles Garrett is not playing, I think just the heart of Cleveland will just bring out a victory for the team. And I think Cleveland will win in a shocker, like an upset of a 34-31 type victory.
1: Uh, Cleveland will not put up no more than six points. Ooh. Is that a bold prediction? No, but they won't. Okay. <laughs> That's almost a fact if you have to be.
0: <laughs> Let's move to the cards and lines. I'll go ahead and start first with this one. Um, I'm not sold on Arizona at all, and I'm not saying that because I'm a 49ers fan. Arizona picked up a lot of bad veterans this year. For example, they picked up Phil Dawson, an aging kicker. Now, he's a good kicker for the 49ers the last couple of seasons, but aging they picked up Antoine Bethea to be their starting strong safety. If you watched any 49ers game on that 2-14 team, Antoine Bethea got burnt so much over the top in that defensive scheme. I think he's going to hurt their defense more than help. And you're going to basically put Patrick Peters in the island by himself and make Toron Matthew try to do more than he should do at the safety position. And on top of that, I'm not sure how Carson Palmer is going to be. One year he's good, one year he's bad. He's too inconsistent. So with that, I, I like the Lions to go here. I'm not sure how good the Lions will be but I just think the Lions have a better offensive of suited team. They're playing at home, so I'm going to go Lions here. Uh, D-Wayne, who do you have?
2: I think this game's going to be much closer to what people think. I think that the king of the fourth quarter last year was uh, Matt Stafford. <clears throat> and
1: it, it's that there. It,
2: it kind of irritated me because it was just like the first three quarters, he would be okay but. Then he'll pull out the the Superman cape in the fourth quarter and he wants to, you know, throw for touchdowns and win games. But I'm not sold on the Lions defense. So, and I think that, again, you have a superstar in David Johnson. Once a thousand yards rushing, a thousand yards receiving, I think this is the perfect game to start that platform. So I'm going with Arizona.
0: Okay. Got Arizona. I'm also going with Arizona.
2: Uh, yeah, Carson okay.
1: Palmer is up and down, but, yet yeah, he's still out there on the field. And um, he gets it done. And he is one of the best deep ball throwers. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald in the slot receiver gave him his best statistical year ever last year. So, I spent a big time for him. David Johnson still to do his thing. Chris Johnson is still a set of 4-3 legs. I'm sorry, 4-3 is too, too slow for him. I think it was, what was he, 4 um. Didn't he do, like, a 4-2? He did something like that. Yeah, 4-2. Yeah.
0: But he actually got cut. Did he make it back on the team? Because he got released on the Final 53.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, I he got released. That. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Patrick Peterson still best corner in the league to me. Tom Matthew hurt last year back. Something to prove. And I don't think having an um, a old veteran back there in safety is bad because a lot of teams did it. Roman Harper okay. was, was there for us two years, went to the Saints last year, um, T.J. Ward, he's not that young, but, but he still gets you know. it um, done. And, and it's just a sense of attitude and being able to dissect the play. And I think that when you have um, legitimate linebackers in order to shield under and good corners around, it puts less of a liability on old veteran back there. So um, I'd rather have the attitude and, um, and being able to, to um, dissect the play and take the chance of them getting burnt by these, you know, super phenomenal fast athletes out there. You know, sounds good.
0: All right, so we got two cars. So we have not had a clean sweep so far in our first five games. But for this game, I just want to acknowledge that it is a bye week for the Bucks and the Fins. They're going to postpone this game so we can. Ur- Irma,
1: Irma wins this one.
0: Yeah, Irma, Irma definitely wins this one. While we're just sending our prayers for everybody that's involved. I know we mentioned on our other show, Doctor M, his um have relocated to another part of Georgia. So he won't be affected in Savannah. So we just want to make sure um, that everybody that's doing their routes and moving to get out the way, just please be safe as you do that. Uh, As we move next, uh, D Wayne, I'm going to have you go first with the Falcons and bears. Um, Falcons, of course, your, your runner ups last year to the super bowl um, did not clinch the super bowl victory, even though we thought they would. Um, can they bounce back this year against the Bears? It's a struggling team. They traded up with the 49ers to draft Mitchell Trubisky, who's not going to start. It's going to be Mike Glennon starting. Um, who do you have here between the Bears and the
2: Falcons? Here's my upset of the week. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. And Chicago. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey,
1: you. Hey, I know you got something you want to say after that, but mark me down for the same thing. Oh, my wow. upset of the week is right here. hmm but
0: why why what, why do you think it's an upset though for both of you guys? I'm gonna go Falcons. I, I just think their offense is is too much for for, Chica- uh, for Chicago, even though they had a great preseason. But one, why
2: why the upset? So here's the thing: one, I don't think they can win on grass. Like two, I think they're gonna miss Kyle Shanahan more, way more than what they think they do.
0: Right. Um,
2: and three. I just, I just feel like it's even though they say they don't have a Super Bowl hangover, I think yep that first game where it's just like, where's the chemistry yet? Where's everything at?
0: Hmm. Interesting. And Julio has been really not existing in preseason, so I can, I can understand that with that new offensive coordinator today that they got. Um, two teams. You agree on the same thing?
1: I mean, I think that the, uh, what's the word I want to look for? The, the poison of Jay Cutler is no longer there. And not that I don't think Jay Cutler is good, because actually I had I would have had Jay Cutler and um, the fans beating the Bucks if they would have played. Um, but it's the fact of it, him and that coach. I think they did it. I think they did it themselves a justice by cleaning out most of that locker room. Um, but um, the Bears, why not? They're home. Chicago is another hard place to play, and uh, the Falcons have been uh, spoiled by domes especially because of the fact they have a – date, they play, you know, their home games at their dome. Then they have the Saints. Then they're playing good weather down in, um, in um, Tampa Bay. When it, uh, So most of the division games – most of their games are within good weather. Yep. Uh, but Chicago is always a tricky place to play. Um, although I do like the Falcons' run attack, I just think the Bears is going to make a statement. And I think they're going to come out here with an attitude. And I think um, Mike Glennon, who has not been getting no love because Trubisky's been so good – I think it's gonna come out there and pull a Alex Smith, and let people know that I'm I can still play. He's, he's okay. he has the he has the perfect quarterback for Zeke. Hasn't had to have really many stellar games, but again, I feel like this is I feel like this is really the 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 season and the week being week one for players to say like I made this roster for a team. I mean, I made this team roster for a reason. So um, I expect him to have a good game.
0: All right, now moving on to the Raiders and Titans. Um, I'll go first here. I I think the Raiders will get the win here. I I do have faith in their team. I just want to see how they can gel together because I think on paper, the Raiders have a chance to be Super Bowl contenders as long as everybody stays healthy. But will they stay healthy is an issue. And playing in Tennessee, once again, always a tricky place to play. Yeah, Marcus Mariota coming back. But I think the Raiders have a better team. Um, two chains coming back to you. Who do you have here between Raiders and the Titans?
1: I think this will be the game of the week. I think the Titans will be absolutely really good this year. But I think the Raiders are going to be really, really good this year. <laughs> so um, I think the Raiders have a good chance of making the Super Bowl this world too. But, um David Carr, the curse of the cars, um, is no longer a thing with him. There you go. He will stand up in the pocket and he will deliver the ball. I mean, he has great receivers. Uh, Marshawn Lynch and the attitude is back. I mean, they got a whole new – they got an expanded fan base. I mean, um, if I'm not mistaken, Marshawn Lynch might be within the top five of jersey sales. I mean, that's because, you know, they reached the demographic of being able to market down in Vegas. Uh, Vegas is excited. The stadium is going to be awesome when it's ready. Um, And for them to make that move, this game means a lot to everybody. Absolutely. yeah, I expect, I expect the Raiders to I expect this to be a great game, but I expect the Raiders to win. Uh, Dwayne, do you have a clean sweep of Raiders across the board?
2: I think it's going to be a clean sweep. But well, I'm going You going said you going with who? you going with Tennessee. It. Okay. The reason why, I got three reasons why. Marcus Mariota, Derrick Henry, and DeMarco Murray. <laughs> Three-headed rushing attack, and the Raiders defense – if you look at a preseason, having a, hasn't approved, their defense is suspect, and when you have a three hit a rushing attack where you don't know who's going to get the ball, then then it's kind of tricky. And I think that because of this, this might be a high scoring, a higher scoring affair than what we think it is. Yep. And if it's a shootout. I don't care if you have Derek Carr, Marshawn Lynch back there. I mean, Marshawn Lynch has to get back to, to used to that true I'm a 20 carries a game back. Yeah. I I just feel that as if, if the Raiders can't stop that, that three-hitter rushing attack, I don't see it because, again, if you look at the Titans last year, when they had that three-hitter rushing attack, that play action was so deadly down the field. That it was it was really hard to beat them, and I just th- I just think that the Raiders have haven't improved enough on defense for me to believe that they're going to stop
1: the attack. Besides Luke Keekly, uh Khalil Mack is one of the best uh, uh, defensive players in the league. Uh, I feel like he, he will be a factor for sure.
2: Definitely agree with that. Moving he, on to oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dwayne. He is one of the best defensive players in the league, but. He's not a J.J. Watt. He's not a, a person that
1: can carry a whole defense by itself. We'll and that's, that's going to be
0: hard to see if he can catch up with Marcus Mariota, who is very mobile. And I did bench him as, a, as one of my leagues. We have defensive players. Um, I actually started Ruben Foss over him because he was hurt early in the week. So they said he practiced fully on Thursday. So we'll see how he'll be not, effective
1: on that. Not to push. mention the Titans uh, drafted that receiver um, who will be making his debut. He did not play the entire preseason. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Coleman? Corey no, Davis. not Coleman, uh Corey Davis. Corey Davis, yeah, there we go, yeah. I'm sorry.
2: Um, no problem. So, um, not, not to mention that they did get Eric Decker. And if you really look at the back half of, of the season, Rashard Matthews was one of the best receivers in the NFL. Indeed, sleeper. He did the same thing when he was with Miami, and
0: I was doing the same thing in Tennessee. All right, moving on to Ravens and Bengals, battle of the AFC North. Um or the old so-called black and blue division. We have the Ravens and the Bengals. Um, this might be a sloppy, messy defensive game. Uh, Burfick is suspended the first three games, but then he got his uh, extension, so go figure. Um, and is Joe Flacco healthy enough? And this is where you want to talk about. We know we have a prolific offense with with Andy Dalton and A.J. Green with Cincinnati, but the Ravens always come to play, even though they might be banged up. Um,
2: let's go D. Wayne here. Who do you have? <laughs> I'm going with Cincinnati, and for one reason, that one reason only AJ Green.
0: That's
2: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> AJ Green is, to me, I can see him to say AJ Green is probably the best receiver in the league, hands down. Okay, okay. Two chains, what about you?
0: Oh, two changes. Okay, well, two changes. Stepped away for a second, so I'll, I'll go ahead and make the pick. This is hard. Um, this is hard. The Ravens, they always come out and surprise people, and they got some new offensive weapons. They got Jeremy Macklin. They got Danny Woodhead now. This is this is going to be tough. Um, is that defense going to be vulnerable without Vontaze Burfitt? Um, but A.J. Green is unstoppable. I'm going to have to go Bengals as well. Um... Two teams, who do you have, Ravens and Bengals? I know you're coming in you
1: of got to step away for a second. Yeah, first of all, I said A.J. Green was the best receiver last year. My boys found <laughs> me, especially because then Julio had one of the best games ever against us. But A.J. Green is definitely uh, within top five for sure. But uh, this is easy. Oh, yeah. This is the Bengals. Their offense. I mean, hopefully it all clicks and all centers. But, man, talk about how deep the, the Patriots are. The Bengals are super deep. Super. Yep. Yeah. Joe Mixon is on the – is on the – um is uh, – What's the one I'm looking for? Third in the depth charts for running backs. That tells you a lot right there. Yep.
0: Um, Bengals across the board,
1: our first sweep. So,
0: here we go. Eagles and skins right in our own backyard. Um, I'm, I'm going to be partial with this as I'll lead out with this first. Um, I do have Kirk Cousins as my quarterback in every single of my leagues except one. And the point is because he has a pass per completion league, so you get one point for every pass that's completed. Um, and Kirk Cousins does a lot of dink and dunks, but that's cause for points for me. The biggest thing I want to see is Kirk Cousins. Can he built with Terrell Pryor who, who could be a sleeper as a top notch rock receiver, even though he's transitioning from that quarterback to now receiver since he's been in the NFL. Um, but the Eagles always play the Redskins. Well, the Eagles look like they have something to prove. I'm actually going to go Eagles here on the road. Um, against the skins, uh, <laughs> go back to D. Go
2: to D. Wayne. Who do you have for this one? Hey, yeah. I feel sorry for your fantasy league this week because I know if if the Redskins' offense line is anything like it was in the preseason, Kirk Hudson is going to be on his back a lot.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm going with Eagles head down. All yeah. right,
0: two chains. How about you? Another Eagles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, now let's move into the four o'clock game. Speaking of the said Redskins, their old offensive coordinator Sean McVay is now the head coach of the new second-year Los Angeles Rams, and they're bringing in the Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck. Um, their defense has been a little bit suspect in the preseason. It's been exposed. Um, is this an easy, clean sweep here? Let's start with d I mean, excuse me, two teams. Who do you have, Rams or
2: Colts?
1: Um, the Rams. The Colts are not good. That's all I have.
2: All right. What about you, Dwayne? <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to get an introduction to Cooper Cup. (laughs) He's going to be one of the best slot receivers in the NFL within the next year to two years. So I'm going with Rams. I think that Sean McVay is is a genius on offense, and I personally believe he was responsible for Kirk, Kirk Cousins' emergence. And... I just feel like with that type of offense, you you have seen it in the pre- I've seen it in the preseason. Todd Gurley looks rejuvenated, like he's happy to be in that type of I offense. So I'm going Rams definitely.
0: Uh, I would say Rams as well. Um, I'm not high on Jared Goff until I see him be more prolific in his offense. Now he did look good against the Ra- Raiders in preseason, but I want to see him be consistent over over time. And I think if anybody can do it. I think it'll be Sean McVay to do that, but I just want to see how it is uh, right now. So I'll go Rams clean sweep for this next game. Two of our members are going to be fighting each other. So I already know who's, who's going to pick for this one. D Wayne, you're just going to make the deciding factor between the the Panthers and the 49ers. Um, just a little side note. Um, I think this may be one of the best games of the week. We have Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers who's very exciting. We have returning Julius Peppers, who is a North Carolina purebred that's coming back home to Carolina, and that's good for them. They're also bringing back Captain Mutterland who did well with Carolina. Um, and Carolina's defense on paper definitely has one of the top defenses as long as they stay healthy. Hopefully, Luke Keekly will be without the concussion protocols, or uh, Thomas Davis can stay healthy. But you just gotta like their defense playing together. A lot of veterans, but a lot of savvy veterans on that on that defensive side. Cam Newton's coming back on from his shoulder surgery, and he should be fine. Um, so they're trying to get back on pace. But the last time those boys stepped into Santa Clara, it was for Super Bowl 50 and a loss against the Broncos. And the 49ers have a new regime. They have 23 new players on their team from that 2-14 and 14 team. Um, no free agents were retained. Even Jeremy Curley got cut um, as, as not making the final 53. And Kyle Shanahan, what can he do with, with Brian Hoare as his quarterback? Of course, I'm going to go 49ers. Two changes is going to go Panthers. But D. Wayne, Let's have somebody that's mutual. Um, what do you think?
2: Man, this is tough. Um What I I I think this is a, t- a tough call. I'm I'm gonna tell you why. One Cam Newton only played what two possessions in the preseason.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, um, so I'm not <laughs> sure if he's if he's still rusty. I'm not sure if he can take a true hit yet. Um Everyone has this big thing about Christian McCaffrey, but I think the speed of the 49ers linebackers is going to neutralize them. Reuben Foster is dangerous as a linebacker, but their best player to me is still Navarro Bowman, who said earlier this week, I am the best linebacker in the league when healthy. Um. I mean, of course, you have pundits who think otherwise, but I do think he's a top three linebacker when he's healthy. Um, I mean, of course, you got the probably in my eyes the best linebacker in Carolina, but I think that this is this is truly going to be a, a more of a defensive game than what we that will, what we want to see. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the speed of those two inside linebackers, those those two linebackers, Navarro and Ruben Foster are gonna be more of a of a neutral last than what people think. So I'm actually gonna go with 49ers on this
0: one. Oh a little upset there. 49 ers are a five and a half point underdog. Um I think that was last seen on Wednesday might have changed, but uh the Panthers are somewhat heavily favored on the on the road. What are you talking him- about?
1: What y'all talking about can Cam Newton take a hit? When has he not been able to take a hit? Injured or not? He had a best on half of last year and was still taking hits. He never went out for an injury. Let's just let's just remember that. And even if he did win out, Derek Anderson is a proven backup, probably the best backup in the league. And not only just that, he has phenomenal chemistry with uh, Kelvin Benjamin. So if there was ever a lapse in Cam Newton on the field, I know for a fact that we can still put up points with them out. And don't forget, McC- McCaffrey is neutralized. Jonathan Stewart is still a big bruiser coming up and he can still put it – he can still deliver on the field. So, um, yeah. We'll see about this – we'll see about this game. We'll see about this game for sure.
0: I will just say two words who I think might have two touchdowns and over 100 yards rushing Carlos Hyde. Um, (laughs) That zone running – that zone running scheme. I mean, Kyle Shanahan knows how to use the Panthers. He's been going against them for the past couple of years as the offensive coordinator. He knows their ends and outs, So, I trust him on that. So, we'll, we'll see. Um, Here's my game of the week. And even though it's the Fox NFL game of the week, um, it's just two powerhouses who are expected to be um, very good. Uh, and, I, and I think that's going to be Seahawks and Packers. This game is very hard. This game is very reminiscent of when the 49ers played the Packers a couple of seasons ago when Jim Harbaugh was still coaching. And it was expected that these two was going to be the forefront. And San Francisco actually came into Green Bay in week one and one. Um, and I think Seattle is actually going to do the same thing. Eddie Lacy has a lot to prove. If any game, this is the one game that he wants to prove it for. Um, so I will go Seahawks here in the victory, even though I hate the Seahawks. I, I just still can't not Russell Wilson. He is an elite quarterback. Um, and, I, and I I think they'll beat the Packers. What do you think, Two James?
1: Um, yeah, I think for the same reasons, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, although Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, as they like to say. But... Um, They've been playing each other for a long time. They know how to work each other. And Aaron Rodgers, when he's rattled, um, is not good. We've seen him in the playoffs when that happened. So um, other than that, I just I don't know. I, think, I just think the Seahawks. Um, Seahawks play good in cold weather as well, too. Russell Wilson is still very mobile. He's got different ways he can score. Um, they got a unique set of running backs themselves. Eddie Lacy maybe make out here to make a statement, considering that he was – that Eddie Lacy last year, but now he's cut down, and um, we'll see what he can do.
2: Yeah. Uh, D-Wayne? Um, I was conflicting on this one, but then I really thinking. And I was trying to figure out who did Green Bay really add. I'm just like, okay, well, this is much easier than what I think. You have a motivated Russell Wilson who actually lost about 10 pounds and if you look at him at the preseason, he looked phenomenal. Matter of fact, I think that Russell Wilson is my Dark Horse fan MVP this year. Mm, I could agree with that. Um, And I think that, and another thing is you have a good defense. That that added Sheldon Richardson from the Jets. Yep. And that's, it's just amazing. I'm going to Seattle to sweep. Seattle.
0: Sounds good. Seattle on the sweep here. Now, D-Wayne, I'm going to come to you first before um, our first Sunday night game. Why, he get only...
1: to... why does he get to go first about his team?
0: Well, because we're here to do one, two things. We'll confirm why he's crazy or we'll disagree with him. So,
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But but the, the Giants are the only team to beat the Cowboys in the regular season last year, and they beat them twice. And so the Cowboys saw the Packers in the playoffs and lost there. So the Cowboys had a very strong season, as as Dwayne mentioned. Zeke is free and will probably play the whole year while the, his suspension or his his allegations are are still under uh are under are under investigation. Um but what do we, what do we expect from the Cowboys here? Can we have a sophomore slump or will the Cowboys be dominant in the NFC East? Uh what say you, Dwayne?
2: This actually this is one of the games that scares me on my schedule because we have a tendency to always lose to the Giants we one in Dallas. You yep. know. um the Giants added some great pieces this year in the off season. It's, but the thing that scares me is that the Giants' receiving core, one Odell has an ankle injury. If I'm not correct, you're right. So the 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 cross roster he's going has to, have to, the have that he majority runs. He's, he's going to have to plan off that ankle. Going to be an issue unless they wrap it so so tight. I'm not sold on the Giants' running game. Jason Garrett's opened the playbook book a little bit more for Dak Prescott, and then not only that, right now you you have in a, in a you have a motivated Ezekiel Elliott who just got extension. Mm-hmm. You already know what happened when motivation kicks in, especially when it comes from the league. Look at Tom Brady last year. As yep, As soon as he got off his suspensions, he went on a roll. He was motivated. Um, again, I'm, I'm very skeptical about the Cowboys' pass rush in the secondary, but I think that the, the core of our defense is going to be um, pending on the, our linebacking core, which has speedy, really fast linebackers and Sean Lee and Jalen Smith, I mean Jalen. Good to see him healthy. It is very good to see him healthy. And I, one thing that you notice is that Dak Prescott and and Des Bryant connection, they've scored 10 touchdowns in the last 11 games. Mm, good stat. So, I'm going with it's going to be a sneaky close game. Maybe 27-24, but I think this is this is finally the year that we're going to see my Cowboys beat the Giants week one at Dallas. It's it's going to break the cycle.
0: Two Chains. Giants. All right. no, Nothing else said? Nothing else needed? Giants. (laughs) I will go Cowboys here as well. And don't forget Two Chains. Remember, I mean, excuse me, don't forget uh, D-Wayne. Uh, Dallas actually did sneak a win against um, the Giants. I think it was about three years ago when Jason Witten had the game win a touchdown. And I, I expect it always to be a close game for this Sunday night. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jason Witten has another one of those opportunities, even though he's aging. I think he's still the consistent one and the reliable one that Dallas Cowboys uh, tight ends have been over the years from Jay Novacek to, to Jason Witten. You know, they always find him at the right time. So I, I go Cowboys here. Uh, I think Zeke will struggle, though. I think Zeke will struggle because the Dallas—I mean, the Giants—will game plan for him. But I think the Cowboys will win, and I expect uh, Dak Prescott to have over 300 yards passing. Um, moving to the Monday night games um, as our last two games, we have double Monday night games, uh, two Monday night games. Excuse me, a double header, Um As we're going to use that for uh, a traditional thing for opening week, and first we have the Saints and the Vikings, where you have Adrian Peterson returning to Minnesota. Now, Minnesota, I am not high on it at all. I am not high on Sam Bradford. So I think the Saints will actually run away with this. Um, And I'm conflicting myself because I'm starting the Vikings defense in one of my leagues, and I think I might change it. I just don't know how I'm going to figure that out. But I'm going to go Saints over Vikings. But the one thing I will say is uh, Adrian Peterson probably will have no touchdowns. That might be another bold thing to say. I think he might struggle a little bit in that Saints offense. But I still say Saints. Two James, what say you?
1: I think Minnesota is going to win this game because Minnesota is the only team in this game that has defense. And Sam Bradford can throw the ball. Very inconsistent. I'm not going to say very inconsistent. Very inaccurate. <laughs> but um, uh, Stephon Diggs is a monster out there. That's – that, that – that dude can get it done. Um, so put in this vicinity. I was points to come out of there. Um, running backs. Delvin Cook. Um, talking about having something to prove, he has been majority of the hype of the rookie running backs. Uh, considering what Kareem Hunt just did, I'm sure he want to go out there and do his thing too. So, um, yeah, Saints still put up a zillion points, but they're also going to allow a zillion points. So, <laughs> all right. So, has the Saints had a good defense? <laughs> Excuse like, me. How long has it been? Who <laughs> knows? Uh, not not the spygate. What was the scandal they was under? Oh, the um. The uh the uh the, the bounty hunters the bounty, the bounty. Hunters. <laughs> that's the, the last bounty. time they had a good guy the good defense if that's even considered a good defense. Then.
2: And Dwayne, what what do you do to break the tie? I am going with. Mark my words, Adrian Peterson will have more carries than Mark Abram in this game. I <laughs> think that the issue, one of the things you have to realize is. A motivated Adrian Peterson is probably the best running back in the league, no matter what age he is. Yeah, I saw, even at thirty-two. <laughs> at thirty-two, no matter what age he is, a motivated Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is not human. <laughs> uh, okay, I got you. Um, even and even though release need being suspended is going to hurt the Saints from that slot receiver spot, I still think. They have enough offense, especially with that two-headed monster attack with Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram to control the clock and get Minnesota's defense tired. Right. Um, So I'm going with New Orleans. Okay, New Orleans.
0: Um, And then our last game of the week, which we probably won't make it to see because I know I got back to school night the next night, so it's going to be a long day. Uh, Chargers and Broncos starting at 10-20 on the East. That's very late. Um, <laughs> but if the 49ers were there, I probably would still watch the whole game. Um, it's going to be interesting. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Denver Broncos. Los Angeles Chargers' new coach, uh, Anthony Lynn, uh, is 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 a great motivator, a great teacher. But does he have the pieces that will be healthy throughout the whole year? And, of course, Denver, what quarterback situation are they going to be in past so much guy hurt? So you got Trevor Simeon and they brought back Brock Osweiler. Um, what do you say to James? This, I'm conflicted about this one.
1: Go, Chargers, go.
0: <laughs> That's it. What about, what about you, Dwayne?
2: There's an injury that no one is talking about, and that kind of mm-hmm. that Denver has. And that injury is to Shane Ray. Yep, nobody talking about it, but he's actually one of their, their second best pass rusher,
0: exactly. So,
2: have that other patch fresh on the other side to worry about. Guess what I'm gonna do? Put my attention on Vol Miller, and I also think that the missing T.J. Ward not being back there is gonna hurt me. the no-fly zone more than it's really gonna help. I'm going to charge it on this one-one because a week one Keenan, a week one Keenan Allen is one of the best wide receivers in the league.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because who knows where he's, by he's week- gonna be at by week five. Right,
2: oh, week two at that. By week two is gonna tell ACL. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm excited to see what uh Melvin Gordon does this year. Yeah,
0: i I agree with you, but the only reason why I say Broncos is because Philip Rivers struggles in Denver, Is he always struggles in Denver. Denver, it seemed like they always get the best of him. Um, if it was in uh la i think he might do better but it's just something about why he always struggles in denver so i'm gonna say broncos is going to be a close game i do expect keenan Allen to be the best wide receiver during week one uh, as long as he can stay healthy but um and i love the arnold go chargers go but uh, i would say broncos i'm I'm just going against the grain and broncos um so that's that's it and and Wayne what is your game of the week i think that's the only game thing that you didn't say and we can go over the bold statements in the game of the week and second i just want to make sure i have
2: your game of the week i'm conflicted i mean there's there's two games that come to my mind but i'm gonna go with what my heart says cowboys and giants game of the week
1: cowboys at Giants. uh john it's, it's probably literally considered the game of the week that, from how they do right exactly
0: exactly so as we go over you we have it boasted up where you can see our picks Um, We might be able to share this with you on Twitter just to see if you agree or disagree. Our upsets of the week, though, uh, 2 teams and D-Wayne both say the Bears will upset the Falcons. And I say the Browns will upset the Steelers. In the game of the week, 2 teams has the Raiders at the Titans. I have the Giants at the Cowboys. Oh, excuse me, D-Wayne has the Giants at the Cowboys. And I have the Seahawks at the Packers. So at the end of Monday night, I'm going to calculate the records to see how well we do week one. And
1: gentlemen, let the games begin. That's right. Nope. All right. Well, um, if anybody has any other closing remarks, remarks? No. Nope. I think we're good. All right. Well, well, we, the moment we've been waiting for, football is back. Uh, can't wait to watch some red zone, and uh, can't wait to see my Panthers get back on the high horse. But uh, again, um, next week. Well, we don't have a little set time and anything for this, but you know, we'll try to get this out each week. A little fun, and proud two show, making our picks. So yeah, um. For everybody that's been listening, make sure you check us out on our weekly episodes on Thursday as well, too. Talking all things wrestling and combat sports and whatever it may be. And uh, in our NFL talk, we'll get it out when we can. But, yeah, thanks for listening. And for 2 Chains, Silly Sellers, and D-Wayne, we'll catch you guys for Week 2 Pits.